Well, good day. Blessings, everyone. It is Writer for God checking in right here on Arise Sleeping Giant podcast. I do pray that you are well. Things are going great for you today. I pray that you've had some time to spend in the presence of our God, Adonai Elohim. Amen. I wanted to bring this message to you that I told you about the other day that I was working on uh, in a previous uh, post that I made called The Oil. I'm titling it the oil for your lamp. What is this oil and how do we get it? You know, we find that this story that Yeshua shared um, right before he would go and uh, give his life for us. Um, the parable of the ten virgins or of the ten uh, bridesmaids in some versions. And we know that it is based upon the customs of marriage at the time that this parable was written. And we know that the parable is a field with symbolism and it is a cautionary story about uh, being prepared for Yeshua's return. That is the bridegroom's return. You know, one day and one day soon he is coming back for what? A tried and true bride. That is the bride of Yeshua. And we find that he has told us, uh, foretold us about this event in the parable is found in Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 through 13. Now we see how this parable revolves around these 10 women, uh, these 10 virgins or the bridesmaids um, who are waiting um, for the return of their groom. Now this takes place in the middle of the night. Uh, they are notified that they must rise up and meet the approaching bridegroom. So all 10 excitingly, you know, grab their lamps. They bring their lamps in order to see in the darkness, because remember it's in the middle of the night. In other words, you know, unawares, but only five of these women were referred to as being wise. Why? Because the other were considered to be foolish because the wise ones brought extra oil for their journey. We see this in Matthew chapter 25 verse 2 that the other five were considered to be foolish. Why? Because they didn't take uh, what little oil remained in their lamps and they took nothing more with them in verse 3. So we find out that they were considered to be foolish in this aspect. So the five foolish and the five wise. So we find that the foolish then run to the, to the five wise and say, give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. In other words, they're going to be left in the dark, right? They're not going to be able to see how to get to the bridegroom or see him when he comes. But what did the wise women say to the foolish women? They answered and said, no, lest there not be enough for us and for you. In other words, you should have prepared for yourself. They said, but instead go to those who sell and buy you some oil. In other words, prepare yourself uh, to meet the bridegroom. But then we find out, of course, that by the time they returned uh, with the oil, enough oil, it was too late. The bridegroom had already come. He had slammed the door 
uh, the door was shut, and though they beat on the door and, and, and asked to be let in, um, what was the bridegroom's response? And so what was Yeshua's response? We see that here in uh, chapter 25, and what did he say to the five foolish who were so set on not having enough oil? He said, surely, truly, I say to you, I do not know you. This word know means to be intimate with. It means to have an intimate knowledge of. You cannot have a relationship with someone if you do not spend time with that person. Therefore, this is why the parable is, let's spend time with our God, our Messiah, so that when the bridegroom returns, that we are able to not only recognize him and separate him from the false one, all the ones who will come before him, right? Remember what the Bible says? And so we need to understand that all of these things, what must take place before Yeshua returns and so he said that surely i do not know you why did he say this because they were not prepared he did not have a knowledge of them because they weren't prepared they didn't spend enough time in his presence they didn't spend enough time with him so the door was shut in their face because they had to turn around and go back to try to prepare by the time the bridegroom came it was too late let's not be like the foolish uh, bridesmaids that were uh, too late so what is this oil exactly what is the oil that we have to have our lamps full of the oil represents the holy spirit the holy spirit of the living god how do we get the oil or the infilling of the holy spirit well first of all the bible says that we must be born again firstly and then we must remain in his presence to be filled continuously remember that in in the book of acts where they were all gathered together they were in what one mind and one accord and suddenly there came a mighty rushing wind and they were all filled with the holy spirit of the living god and they all began to speak in tongues okay tongues of fire all right so it's not a one time and you're done type of thing this requires time it requires dedication it requires an absolute resolute mind heart and soul to serve god and to spend time with him because we all know that distractions are a plenty and there's anything and everything we can use as an excuse or a reason not to spend time in the presence of our creator and the enemy would like nothing more because then you are defenseless you are weak and you cannot stand if you do not have the oil the holy spirit in your lamps or what does the lamp represent it represents your body it represents your body as a vessel your body is the vessel that holds the holy spirit of the living god therefore when this body is no longer in use here on earth your spirit goes back to its creator okay all right so we're not going to get into that right now but like I said, it's not a once time and you're done type thing. 
we need to be filled on a continual daily basis and therefore you're going to have to spend continual daily time and dedication that is dedicated strictly to uh, being in the presence of almighty god now any relationship whether it's earthly or whatever is going to require time it requires time and dedication to the person right if you want to have a, a decent relationship with someone then you have to be able to spend time with that person to get to know them you want to know what they like what they don't like um you know what is good for them what is not good for them it's the same thing with our heavenly father and if we're not dedicated to pleasing the person right or even spending time with them then it's not going to work it's just a superficial relationship and that's what a lot of the church has going on now with our heavenly father it's a superficial relationship it's not real it's not going to stand it's not built on a solid foundation our foundation has to be sure our foundation has to be strong our foundation has to be steady and so we have too many superficial professing believers professing christians and the problem is that they will not be able to stand in the evil day beloved why because there's no firm foundation meaning that they have not taken the time to get to know the soon coming king and so they will find themselves that the door has been shut in their face so this is why it is important that we're not superficial we have to take time to get to know our savior our messiah the one who will return so that you're not fooled by the false one that's going to come before him and so they will find those who are superficial that they have run out of oil and the door will be shut because they'll have to turn around and go back and try to do their first works over and it's going to be too late by the time they come back and yeshua said the bridegroom will say i do not know you why because they failed to get to know him like i said that word no in this instance means in the hebrew means yada it actually means an intimate knowledge of so when yeshua replied to the five foolish he said i do not know you or in other words we had no relationship oh my god that'll preach it's very interesting and telling what he says next and just take a look at the previous chapter to find out about that he was warning of the days before his return this was even before he had gone to the cross or was resurrected or had gone back to his father and his heavenly abode he's telling of the future he's prophesying he says many things must yet take place before yeshua's return but we are in the time frame beloved of his return things will happen suddenly just as the earth is in the midst of the birth pains right now we know this the earthquakes are going to intensify 
They're going to get stronger. They're going to be more numerous. They're going to be more frequent. We're going to see all kinds of things that we call natural disasters. Okay, we see them now. This is just the beginning of birth pains. There will be wars and yes, rumors of wars. And even right here on our own soil, beloved. So right now, this time right here, we need to get our faces before a holy God, beloved. And we need to repent. Don't act like we don't have anything to repent for. We need to turn back to God as a nation, as a whole, and it starts with the people. We need to return to our first love. We need to spend time on our face in his presence and pleading for repentance to come to our nation, to come to the earth, not only to our families, but to the earth and to the people of earth. We need repentance to come. We need to understand that the time is short. We need to be about our father's business. But first, we have to get oil in our lamps. We have to get our lamps full, our vessel full of Holy Spirit so that we cannot run out or will not run out. We cannot be caught short, beloved, or the door will be shut in our face. We have to make sure that our lamps are full. So how do we do that? How do we do that? We pray. We spend time in the presence of God. We spend time in His Word. We let Him into our life. We let Him into the hidden things that we like to think are hidden, but no thing is hidden from Him. Remember. And we let Him fill us with His Holy Spirit to overflowing so that His Holy Spirit begins to flow out of us. To others around us, he will pour out of our vessel what we have allowed him to pour in, the oil, the oil of Holy Spirit. Remember, we have to be filled so that we can be those vessels who can be poured out of. We cannot be made holy and pleasing unto our God, beloved, unless we spend time with him. We have to spend time in the presence of the Holy One with the Holy Spirit being filled with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. You know, many people think it's once and you're done. Oh, I'm saved. I'm okay. I've dedicated my life to God. I've, I've said the sinner prayers, the sinner's prayer, which by the way, is not even biblical. Let's just put that out there. It's a relationship with God. Yeshua said, if you believe, only believe that I am the only begotten son of God. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and there is no other way saved by me that you can be saved. It's not only about what you confess out of your mouth, beloved. It needs to be confessed in your heart. You need to believe it. Your heart needs to be sanctified to God. And the only way that we can sanctify our hearts and get our flesh under control is to spend time in the presence of Almighty God, in the presence of His Holy Spirit, being changed by the power of His glory. See, this is what happens when the glory comes. We hear it all the time, beloved. We hear people crying out all the time, talking about God's glory, wanting his glory. 
wanting him to bring his glory. But most of the time, what you see is not God's glory. It's not a manifestation of God's glory. Because if it was, nobody would get up the same as they went down in God's glory. Because man cannot stand under the kabod, the weightiness of God's glory. And number one, you will be changed from the inside out. There will be a difference. There will be a manifested change that people can see. The Bible says that we are changed from glory to glory. So if you're not changed, when you get up out of God's presence in his glory, if you do not have a heart change, a mind change, then you are not in the glory of God. Oh, come on. Whoo. I know you don't want to hear this, but it's the truth. You see, we've got to get turned around here. We've got to come back to the Bible and true biblical teaching. We've got to come back to the truth of God's word. We have gotten so far off the track as the church that we have got to turn completely around. We have become lukewarm and God said, I will spew you out of my mouth because you are neither cold nor hot, but you are lukewarm. He said, I wish that you were either cold or hot, but you are lukewarm. Therefore, I cannot deal with you. I cannot do anything with you. I will spew you out of my mouth. Oh my God, help us, help us. Father God, to see your truth, not only to see the truth, but to act upon your truth oh father god so you want to be in god's glory you want to be changed well it's going to cost you something it's not free god's glory is not free it's going to cost you something it costs yeshua everything and it is going to cost you time it is going to cost you effort it is going to cost you your heart. It is going to cost you your dreams, your desires. It is going to cost you your soul. Being sold out to Almighty God. It is going to cost you time. Any relationship worth having is going to cost you time and dedication. And the same goes, as I said before, with our relationship with our Almighty God, our Creator. So you say you want the fire of God. Oh, oh, God, bring your fire. Let your fire fall. We, you know, we hear this. We say this. We plead with God. Let your fire fall. Well, guess what? The fire is not going to fall into an empty vessel. You have to have oil in the vessel to light the fire, to spark a flame. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? If you haven't been spending time in the presence of Almighty God, spending time with His Holy Spirit, just soaking in His presence, letting Him change you from glory to glory, and not getting in filled with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis, and we're not getting filled with this, this power and authority on a daily basis, and we don't have that oil in our lamp, we're just an empty, dry vessel that cannot burn. We, he cannot burn holy fire in us because we don't have any oil. Oh my God, somebody help me. Somebody help me preach this thing. Most people don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear the truth. 
They don't want to hear what is happening. They don't want to hear why the church lacks power and authority, why nothing is happening in the church. They don't want to hear. They don't even want the solution. You know why? Because they're happy being lukewarm. Oh my God. If you don't have oil in your vessel, beloved, if your heart, your mind, and your soul and your vessel is not full of the Holy Spirit oil of God, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, you cannot have the fire of God, period. You cannot have the power and the authority of God. You cannot effectively cause change. Oh, come on. I know you felt it. I know you felt the fire of God before. If you've ever been, if you've ever walked into a room and you've ever been around somebody, that there's just something in their presence around them, this power, this authority around them, that when they speak, things happen. Have you ever experienced that? Yes, I'm sure you have. Well, guess what? That somebody has been in the presence of Almighty God. And they have their lamp full of the oil of Holy Spirit. And so the fire of God works within them and through them. They are full of the word of God. They've been spending time in the presence of God. They've sacrificed. They've made their sacrifices of time. They've paid attention to God. So now they have gotten the authority from God. His word, once it's spoken with authority and backed up by the Holy Spirit and the power of God, all of those things, the fire of God, all of those things come into alignment then. And then you have change, real change, effective change. Come on, church. Let's start being the church once again. Don't you want that? Let's get back to filling our lamps, our vessels with the holy oil of God. That oil that will sustain the fire of God to burn within us so that we can share it with others so that we won't be shut out of the kingdom of God. So that we will be able to stand in the evil day, having done all to stand therefore with the truth and the power of God upon us. Oh, hallelujah. You can do this thing. It's not hard. And believe me when I tell you, when you start doing this on a regular basis, there is not going to be anything that will distract you, that will deter you, that will keep you from coming into the presence of God. Because you're going to be so happy. You're going to, be, you're going to get more hungry and more hungry. You're going to long to be in the presence of God. Your heart, you're just going to be drawn in. Nothing else in life is going to matter to you except being in His presence. And that's how you know you're being changed, right? From glory to glory. You're just going to want to be with him. And that's how you know that your heart and your mind has been changed and is being renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. That your vessel, your lamp is full of the Holy Spirit oil of the living God. Amen. And speaking of that very thing, time in the presence of God. I want you to begin to go with me. We're going to start on a fasting and prayer time. Just seeking the face of our God and just sitting at His feet. Worshiping Him, thanking Him. I'm going to set that up really, really quick. 
And I just want to begin to have regular days that we fast and that we go in together and spend as much time with our Creator as we possibly can. I'm also working on that right now. God showed me this several weeks ago so that we can actually go together and do that like via a podcast or a video cast or something similar to that i haven't got all the details worked out yet but i'm working on that perhaps not even a live video i'm not sure just yet i haven't gotten all that together yet but i am working on it beloved and i can't wait it's going to be so exciting we're going to go together into the presence of god because a lot of people do not know how they don't know what the process is they don't know how they don't even know there is a process to being in the presence of God so we're going to do that together so it's going to be phenomenal it's going to be amazing God is all in this because he is all in us spending time in his presence to be equipped for what we need to do and if that's something that you're interested in and something that you want to do and I, I do pray that you will just stay tuned because that's going to be coming up really really soon I'm going to make that like a priority to work on because um, like I said I was actually inquiring of God about this very thing and he just said to me well show them because I said well there's a lot of people who don't even know how to enter into the presence of God and so we're going to do that together and so I do invite you to stay tuned for that I'm working on that and we're going to get that together very very soon so I hope that this message today has encouraged you I hope that you know now what the oil is what the vessel is um, how to go about getting your lamp your vessel full of the oil the Holy Spirit of the Living God amen and so I do pray stay tuned for when we're gonna gather together in the presence of Almighty God you don't want to miss that please share this message with as many people as you can and remember until next time Many blessings to you and shalom.